you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. It's Wednesday, February 7th, and you're listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. That is the voice of today's special guest, a veteran of nine NFL seasons and two NFL teams. To say he played, well, that falls short. To say he slayed gets us closer to the truth. Participate? Try dominate. In his seven full NFL seasons, the seasons not cut short by injury, this man averaged 1,492 scrimmage yards. Let that rattle around. This man racked up 1,980 scrimmage yards in 2011. That, a first-team All-Pro season in which this man led the NFL in rushing. This man is the pride of the Spartans of De La Salle High School, the Bruins of UCLA, the Raiders. Yeah, those Raiders and the Jags. This man is Maurice Jones-Drew. Welcome back to the pod, MJD. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm excited. It's new room, new energy. Same old host. I am your host, NFL Network senior writer Andrew Levy. And on today's show, the trick to stopping Patrick Mahomes revealed. And the superpower of Christian McCaffrey explained. But before I move along, 20 yards short of 2,000, hugely impressive. Was it also hugely annoying? Were you aware of how close you were to 2,000 scrimmage yards as the final game of that regular season wound down in 2011? No, I didn't even know it. You didn't? I just found out for the first time. 1980. Yeah, I didn't know. Otherwise, I'd have, I'd have got it. Come on, the 2K club, kid. Yeah, I could have did that. I as far as I'm, I'm concerned, not, you're I'm, in it. Now I'm, I'm upset. I got to go talk to some of those coaches later. I appreciate that. Mental See? note, don't piss off your guest within the first 30 seconds oh. of him being a guest. I'm so I'm, sorry, no, MJD. That's not a piss off. That is, that is, you gave me some information that I need to go back now and talk to those people. And who say, had hey, the, guys. Yeah, 20 yards. How were you not aware of this? 
hook me the blank up. Right. One playoff run in your NFL career, a testament to the teams you played on, not your excellence on those teams. That was the 2007 season. Now, you mm-hmm. won the wild card game in a thrilling, memorable game against the Steelers in Pittsburgh. Listener, you remember this game. Final score, 31-29. You had a touchdown run of 10 yards and a touchdown catch of 43 yards. Your Jags were ahead by 18 and then watched the Steelers rattle off 19 unanswered. Yeah. You fell behind 29-28 before a Josh Scobie kick in the final minute sealed the wins. Do wins like that stay with you, never to be forgotten? Oh, yeah. I mean, you always hear about those. I think the most important play in that game was a fourth and four, I want to say. And we called a quarterback draw with David Garrard at like our 50-yard line. And so when I went in, I had to go block. And it's funny because the Steelers fans are like, oh, they were holding. Yes, we were holding. You hold on every play. The refs just have to call it. And that's just what happened. David Garrard <laughs> runs us down the field goal range, and we find a way to win that game. In the divisional round, your Jags lost to the then undefeated Patriots 31-20. Now, I looked up your stats for that game. Terrible. You and Fred Taylor combined for only 19 carries in that game. Now, you did pick up six catches on six targets. Such was this man's versatility, listener. But does that game still piss you off? Does that game script still piss you off that you abandoned the run in the third quarter? No, not really. I I think um, we had a great game plan going in. We knew they were in the – I want to say they were either one or three or in the top three of run defenses. They had some really good players up front, Willie, uh, Willie McGinnis wasn't there. He just left, but they had Junior Seau. They had uh, Vrabel. They had some some big-time players there. Um, I want to say Richard Seymour was there as well. Uh, they had some guys up front that could stop the run, Vince Wilfork. So we knew going in, yeah, we wanted to run the football to keep them balanced, but we wanted to kind of attack it throughout the air. And we had a chance to win that game. We had a chance to go up in 10 by 10, I want to say, either late in the third quarter or early in the fourth quarter. We didn't do it. We kicked the field goal. They go down and score, and that's the history. Yeah. The rest is history. But, you know, playing those type of games, I've heard Debo Samuel this week talk about his rookie year going to the Super Bowl, and you're like, yeah, I'm going to do this again. Like, that's how I felt, too. Like, oh, we just went to the playoffs. We'll do it again. Never to see the playoffs again. So your message right? to the players that are out there on Sunday and to the players who may be watching on Sunday having already been vanquished in the playoffs or maybe guys that are on the golf course not having made the playoffs at all, your message to them, I assume, is something along the lines of enjoy every freaking minute because you just don't know if that's, the, if that's your last. You just don't know because the next year we had a, the same team. We added some really good players. Everyone got hurt in 2008, and then – you know, we end up. I think we end up winning four or five games, and that's kind of after that the coach gets fired, uh, or the GM. The GM leaves, coach is demoted from being like assistant GM, yeah. bringing someone else, a new vision, and then we start doing the kind of the Jacksonville Jaguar thing from then on out, and uh, it just, it sucks, right? And so yeah, you got to enjoy all these times, and that's why the Super Bowl is so important. I mean, going there with the Rams was awesome, um, but understanding like this is it. Like, you don't know. And I think Dan Campbell said it best after we lost to the Niners is we don't know what's going to happen. No one knows the future. Yeah. So hopefully these guys go out there and they play their best and you, you do your best out there. You were showing me a, a, a play of your kid who's sort of just smooth, man, smooth, uh, yeah. gliding under a seven-on-seven seven catch, just towering over some kid, just mossed him actually in that play. Do your kids know how special a career their old man had? I, I think they – I'm dad. Right, they know I dead. played football, but it's it's funny. It's um, you don't catch them watching your highlights. You they know? used to. They used to. They used to when they were kids. Yeah. I, it's funny. Like I coach a bunch of kids now, and they know me as coach. Right? right. Oh, they know so I play. So you're coach or coach. dad? Yeah, coach or dad. Right. But when we go to these tournaments in Vegas, there's other people that 
you know, there's teams from Michigan or Florida or different things like that. And, and when you go, they're like, oh, MJD, like, I remember watching. And then right. the it's probably like, the parents yeah, of the, your exactly. kids, like teams, right? Their teammates who yes. are nerding out and they're like, oh, right. I always forget the old man. He yeah. did a couple yeah, things. Yeah, a lot of guys don't know that I played. So it's funny. But uh, it's always interesting to see that. And you, you, one of the kids this weekend was like, dang, coach, you got fans? I was like, you know, I, I'm not new to this. I'm true to this. You know, that's kind of my saying to them so they understand. But it's, it's fun. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. You are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. Andrew Levy with the high school national champ, the NFL rushing champ, Maurice Jones-Drew. And the next topic is a little exhibition game. You probably wouldn't be interested, listener, but indulge us anyway as we prep you for Niners Chiefs. The line is two and a half. The Niners are the favorite. The total for the game, 47 and a half. In case you don't know what game we're talking about, you're on the wrong channel. It's Super Bowl 58. It's this Sunday, 635 Eastern kickoff at Allegiant Stadium in Vegas. The game is on CBS and Paramount+. Plus. Now, First order of business. In addition to being the hot take fire starter around here, you are also the voice of Rams radio. Many a Sunday, your voice is in my car. Your skills in that space, not unrecognized. You will be calling this game on Sunday your third Super Bowl. You did one for the Rams. You did last year. You're going to do it again this year. How can we find you? Congrats on that gig, by yeah. the way. Super Bowl color commentary shifts are not exactly handed out. They're not. They're tough. And I, There's no way anyone listening to this is in America can find me because I'm on ITV, which is international television. It'll be broadcast all throughout Europe uh, and a couple other continents and other countries around the world. It's just another opportunity to kind of go out there and grow the game, which I, I'm always being uh, proud of doing. I do the London games every year. Um, I've been to Africa with the NFL, so it's another way to keep it going. But um, definitely not easy. A lot of pressure. 
But you enjoy those moments, right? To be able to kind of explain the game to new new uh, fans, new listeners, new watchers of our game, uh, as well as you know, be able to crack jokes that people probably in Europe have no idea what I'm talking about. Have you learned how to kind of refine your pregame process, preparing as a color commentator, as an analyst on the radio? I should think you, as you were as a player, you learned how to prepare for each game better and better each and every week. Oh yeah, every 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 game you're learning you know, different things. I, for me, I'm lucky. I have one of the best play-by-play -play callers, I think, in the game, and J.B. Long, who does a ton of research. Like, he's, he's, he's all in, and he dives in, and we talk a lot. But he makes my job a lot easier because there's things where I may struggle at and that we've learned I've, I've gotten better at, but he knows not to take me down that path unless I'm ready to go down that path. And then when you do that so long, I, I, it's been since 2016, so, you know, you, 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 you work your way through it. Uh, but watching games, studying tape, knowing the players, understanding the scheme. You have to know the coach, what he likes to do. Um, and it kind of goes all in. And then this year with the Rams, learning a lot about Kyron Williams. I, I scouted him here for the network, got a chance to watch him in OTAs in preseason. And then to see him jump and make those kind of moves and to see Sean McVay really um, change his, his philosophy, his scheme to fit his players was awesome to see. So all that goes into it. And then now I have to go learn two brand new teams, even though it's funny. I, I, I follow the Chiefs, obviously, because I always joke that they're my fourth favorite team because uh, they've been winning. And then the Niners, I see them twice a year. And, and I, I know a lot of guys on that staff and a lot of people uh, in that building from being from where I'm from. So um, it's not as hard of a Super Bowl as the Detroit Baltimore would have been. Yes. But it's, it's still tough to kind of go out and really study. I was doing a little bit of that this morning. Okay, well, let's take advantage of this man's preparation. MJD, let's get to this game. I have questions. You have answers, starting with this. Bucks are going to beat the Chiefs. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, underdogs at home. Bucks win. Bucks win. Bucks win the Super Bowl. Okay, MJD, Chiefs fans are going to find that sound a little triggering. Final score, Bucks 31, Chiefs 9. Bucks threw everything they could at Patrick Mahomes that night in Tampa, and yes, he threw two picks, was sacked three times. The Chiefs took 11 penalties for 120 yards. The enduring image of that Super Bowl was Mahomes running in the wrong direction all night. Let's pave a Niners path to victory with that in mind. Is pressure the key? Oh, it's always the key to quarterbacks. you got to find a way to, to get pressure. I think it's going to be both ends of the front end and the back end. The, the secondary uh, really forcing Mahomes to hold the ball a little bit longer, find a way to kind of slow down Travis Kelsey. Then also the rush getting there. And then the key is this. When you're talking about Patrick Mahomes, you have to keep him in the pocket. So many times people are like, no, get him out of the pocket, which he's really good in the pocket. But he's better scrambling and getting out of the pocket and finding guys in extended plays. So to me, if I'm the DNs, it's kind of where you it's – it's a certain defense. It's in Madden. It's called cubing contain, where the DNs, they rush, but they rush to the quarterback, not by him. And it's something that Bosa struggled with a little bit because he obviously likes to get to the quarterback. But if you rush two packs from Mahomes and not buy him and you kind of close out all those lanes, the Baltimore Ravens did a really good job of it uh, in the AFC Championship game. You, you force him to hold on to the ball. Now he's going to pump fake, and now you have a chance to get to him. But if you continue to go run past him, he'll just run up underneath and go make plays. So, to me, uh, pressure is going to be the key, but it's going to be that secondary kind of plastering and sticking with receivers force him to hold the ball. They lost, of course, that game that I mentioned earlier against Tampa Bay. There were 23 pressures on the night in that Super Bowl loss to the Bucks. Now, Patrick Mahomes has been pressured 40% or more in only three career playoff games. He is one and two in those games. The only win, the Super Bowl win over the 49ers, which I find interesting, but that may be an anomaly in terms of statistics. How do you stop 
or contain Patrick Mahomes. Step number one, clearly don't rush past him, rush at him, keep him in the pocket. Interesting note from MJD. Contain him in the pocket. Don't scare him. Trap him. Right. MJD, there is something else, though, that I want you to inform us about and educate us about. It's a riddle with a two-word answer. That two-word answer, match, zone. Please explain. Oh, yeah. So match zone is you're playing zone, but when the, the Chiefs like to do so many motions and shifts. So you want to showcase as if it's man. So you want to run with that guy across the field like it's man-to-man. So you're you, telling Patrick Mahomes you were in man. Yeah, we're, I think that, the, the, well, I know the Niners did this against Detroit in the second half, which really put Jared Goff in the bind. A lot of teams will put a running back out wide, and then they'll bring him in to see if it's man or his own. Those are called indicators, right? Motions and shifts. Those are all indicators that help the quarterback play faster. Well, if you put a running back out wide and I put a linebacker out there on him, they're going to say they're going to assume man-to-man. Well, if you motion him back in and we check into a zone, but it still looks like man, now the quarterback probably doesn't know where he needs to go with the ball, and that's how you get – those type of uh, those those quarterbacks to hold the ball. A lot of teams have used it. The Rams used it uh, a while ago. I want to say in 2018, they went to the Super Bowl in the NFC Championship game. They used it against Drew Brees, stifled him. Uh, the Niners did it this past week. Teams throw it out there just a little bit because you don't want to live it. Okay, because the first half against the Lions, they were playing a zone and they got eaten a lot. A so they made zone. the adjustment at yeah. halftime and they went to this match zone, which still looks like zone, and yet once Travis Kelsey, once Pacheco, once any of these guys sort of go into my lane, now I lock them down and it becomes well, an ostensible man? No, 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 no. It's still zone. It looks like man to begin with. So you're going to match what the personnel is right off the So whatever the formation, if it's two by two, a tight end on the inside on the right, two receivers, you're going to have a linebacker or a safety on Travis Kelsey and then corners outside. You st- it may look like man-to-man, so you're playing like a single high man Copy coverage. that. So it originally it looks, does look it like It looks man. like man, but Copy then once that. you snap the ball, you drop into zone. You tried telling me yeah, that three tried, times. Right. I eventually so, so got no, it. But, but what happens is the quarterbacks, I don't want to say their job is easy, but you try to make their job easier by motions and shifts and alignment and where you put guys. And Kyle Shanahan does a lot of that as well for Brock Purdy. Maybe more than um, anybody it, other than Mike McDaniel. Exactly. So – what they're trying to do is help their quarterback play faster. It's man or zone, so you know what side to go with depending on the play, right? Maybe the left side is a zone beater. Maybe the right side is a man beater. And so you're going to go out there and we're going to do all this motion and shifts so you know where to go with the ball to play faster. Well, if I just match you and do all those things and we drop off into a soft zone, now that you're going to the man side, he's running into another defender that's sitting in the area, right? And so that's kind of what you want to do. So match zone is something that I'm – I do expect the Niners to play a little bit because the Chiefs love to run crossing routes. Um, but we'll see how it goes. I, again, I mean, you have Steve Wilkes, who, who this is his first Super Bowl, right? But you is have, he the most overlooked man in this entire Super Bowl matchup? Because we talk a lot about Spagnola, We talk a lot about Reed. We talk a lot about Shanahan. We talk a lot about these guys. We talk a lot about Steve Wilkes' defense, and yet we don't talk about Steve Wilkes. Well, you should ask the Carolina Panthers how they feel about him, right? He was in their building. They were winning. They almost – won an NFC South championship, and then he's gone, and they can't do anything. So, yeah, he's definitely one of the most underrated storylines in this in this Super Bowl But because it's not sexy. It's not, you know, their defense has always been really good. They've struggled a lot this year in certain situations, and he's made adjustments, but that match zone that we were just describing, that is one that I think is going to be kind of the the tail sign if they if they call it and run it or if he pulls it out in the second half like he did against Detroit where – and this is the other thing I want to say too – a lot of teams now, for our listeners, they will practice their second-half adjustments in practice. 
right? So we'll, we'll have a starting game plan here, and then we'll practice something if we want to make adjustments here. And I think that's what the Niners did. So when you do make those adjustments in the second half, guess what? That other coach doesn't know how to make adjustments to it. You only have a certain amount of time to do it because, you know, again, you're doing it in between series, not in between a half or like in a meeting setting. So it, it definitely makes it difficult and a great job for the Niners to pull that out in the win. And I'm excited to see how they do against the Chiefs. Steve Wilkes may be the most overlooked and under-talked character in this entire Super Bowl 58 drama, which we will see unfold on Sunday at Allegiant Field in Las Vegas. If you're traveling overseas, there are a handful of listeners who are going to be traveling overseas. You may just be able to hear MJD uh, as the color commentary for this game. But translation in terms of that match zone, the trick is to make Patrick Mahomes believe before the snap that he knows what you're doing and that he knows where he should go. And then, of course, you fool him right at the snap or right before the snap, and now suddenly he is contained in the pocket by Rush and confused by what he's seeing out there. He thought it was man. No, it's no longer man. Now you've got guys running into a match zone. Thank you so much, MJD, for making that clear. I keep hearing our colleagues and other people say this game is going to be won in the trenches. Now that's a phrase, listener, that we throw around when we try to sound like we know what the hell we're talking about. But in some ways, I think you would agree, MJD, that may actually be the case in Super Bowl 58. I want to look specifically at the Kansas City offensive trench, that O-line, because Joe Tooney is expected to be out. Right. And that feels significant. If he is out, Nick Allegretti will go again. He was quite good against the Ravens. But when you look at the defensive trench, that Niners uh, front four of Bosa and Young and Armstead and Hargrave, then you've got that second layer of Greenlaw and Warner, of course, Charvarius Ward, who's not yeah. talked about enough. And then those guys are going up against KC tackles in Juwan Taylor and Donovan Smith, who have had famously their struggles and their troubles all year. That feels like a gettable O-line. Do you expect... Steve Wilkes to take advantage of what looks to be a gettable O-line, or is the simple fact that when you have 15, there's no such thing as a gettable O-line? No, there is. And I think you talked about it when they lost that Super Bowl to the Bucs. We, we failed to realize that they had what? I think they had, they revamped that whole offensive line, right? Because they were all backups, guys were hurt, and they made it to the Super Bowl, and they revamped that whole offensive line. Yeah, the it was the year. narrative that whole offseason, right. wasn't it? That, hey, KC's almost perfect, but they got to fix the O-line. They literally drafted, the only person I want to say that didn't get re, uh, taken out was the right tackle. They went and signed Orlando Brown from the Ravens. They drafted or they signed Tooney from the Patriots, right? Then they went and drafted Creed Humphrey and they drafted Trey Smith. And then I will say Wiley was the right tackle that they brought in. So they really went out and they got four new or five new linemen. But to make those names, the only name that will be active on Sunday is very likely to be Trey Smith because Tooney, of course, is out and you've got Donovan Smith. You've got Creed Humphrey, forgive yeah. me, Creed Humphrey will be out there, Trey Smith, and of course, Juwan Taylor. It looks like a mismatch when you compare it to the success and the power and the ability of that Niners D-line. Is that I, is I, that a matchup that could define this game? You know, because, okay, so I'll say yes, but I'll, I'll say yes with the asterisks because I think the other side is going to be the same thing. The Niners' offensive line isn't that good either. No, it isn't. Certainly so the right side the of that right, line. The right Trent side, Williams, you can't say yeah. anything bad about the left Aaron side Banks, of that line. Aaron Banks does a good job. Their center struggles with, with uh, bigger guys that like to push. You have Chris Jones there. The right guard and the right tackle both struggle with speed. So I think it is going to be one in the trenches, but it's not going to be one in the trenches in the passing game. It's going to be run whichever team can run the ball more uh, because, again, once you get guys going, moving forward, they kind of get into a rhythm, and that's going to be where play-action pass is set up and different things like that. Um, and whichever team is down and has to throw it, that's when you're going to see their, their line get exposed in ways. And so 
to me, I think when you look at this game, it is going to be one in the trenches, but it's going to be whichever team can really solidify that running game and, and really demand and put that pressure on the defense to try to stop the run that'll set up bigger plays down the field. Okay, let's talk about these running backs units for both teams. Let's start with the Chiefs because we have witnessed an Arya Stark-esque shape-shifting quality to the Chiefs during the making of this sort of mini dynasty with Tyreek, without Tyreek, relying on Mahomes, relying on defense, and this season relying on defense and a greater-than-ever commitment to the run game. They have run the ball 39.8% of the time this season. That includes the playoffs, and that is the highest rate in the Mahomes era. The impact and the importance, MJD, of Isaiah Pacheco and CEH can't be understated. What is it you like so much about this unit? Well, it's it's the commitment to running the football I think I like more than anything. I, Isaiah Pacheco runs, he, he talks about running determined, but he just breaks tackles. He's a tackle breaker, right? So he's going to fight. He has great vision. He runs hard. He breaks tackles. It's nothing cute or pretty about his game. He's going to try to run through you as much as he can. He's going to be the force. CH is a guy that can break tackles as well. They they mesh well. They mesh well. They do they do a lot of the same things, but they're just different guys that do it. It's the commitment to running the football, though, because we talked about that offensive line. Those are big men up front that can move guys off the ball. Donovan Smith is a huge guy. Jawan Taylor, who was with the Jacksonville Jaguars, is a big right tackle. So getting those guys moving forward, Trey Smith, getting those guys moving forward is going to allow Mahomes a little bit more protection because every time you run the football, you take a little bit out of the defense. And so that commitment to running the football, forcing these linebackers to have to tackle Isaiah Pacheco over and over and over again, forcing these D linemen to have to get off blocks over and over and over again is going to help you in the passing game. And you, and you, you said this, this thing has kind of morphed into what it is. That's credit to Andy Reid, right? How many coaches would be like, hey, well, we got 15. Like, we're just going to keep throwing it, and he'll figure it out. Like, no, it's I think no. most. I think most, most coaches would I, I say, all but we have the best one. in the game. Right. Let's just rely on him. Right, but no. What you're supposed to do is say, listen, let's take some off his plate. Yeah. Let's run the football. Let's do some different things to give him a rest because we don't need him to be Patrick Mahomes 99% of the time. We need him to be Patrick Mahomes 10% of the time. So 10% of the time, we'll run the, foot, we'll run the football, say 60%, and then we'll play action pass others, and then he can on third downs, he can do his magic, his Mahomes magic, right. and make it work. And that's worked out well for him. And so to me, the more I look at it, this running game has kind of taken over and helped this offense, which allowed that defense to get breaks on the side because you're getting first downs, you're yes, on sir. the field a little bit longer, and you're able to find ways to make uh, get wins. Part of Mahomes' magic, as MJD I'm certain would nod and agree to, is his ability to run the ball. If there is a defining run from the Chiefs' offense on Sunday, don't rule out that Patrick Mahomes himself is the guy who ripped it off. MJD, a hard question to answer, but let me throw it at you anyway. What's the number? If the Niners hold the Chiefs to what they win? Well, let me give you this as context. It has to be at least 20. Because yeah. Kansas City is undefeated when opponents score under 20 points. They're 11-0 mm -hmm. when, when their opponents score less than 20 points. They are 3-6 and six when they give up 20 or more. So obviously, Kyle Shanahan and this Niners offense is not going into this game thinking they can win if they score 17 points. No. Uh, is there a number in your head? Is there an answer to that question? We, we won't hold I, you to I, it tomorrow. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't know what the answer is. I do believe that, that those numbers are true, though. If, the, if you don't score against Patrick Mahomes, you give him enough opportunities to find a way to win. Um, to me, it's, it's, it's 20. 20 is the number because if you look at the – it goes back to week one when the Detroit Lions beat them 21-20. Yes. Right? I know they didn't have Chris Jones. I yes. know they didn't have Travis Kelsey. But that's the number. It's like you have to get over 20 points, which we know the Niners have done, um, but they haven't done it in the fashion that you expect them to do it in. And so 
How do you – I think that's where – this is kind of where this game is going to be played is can the Niners get to 21 or 24? Yeah. Uh, and if they can, make sure that you're doing it in a way where Patrick Mahomes doesn't have a chance to win it the last, at the last second. Because I think that's, that's, I that think that's absolutely times. right because, listener, let's not forget when we saw the Ravens uh, play the Chiefs just a week and a half or more now ago – what was the final score of that game? It wasn't the shootout that maybe we expected. It was 17-10. It was 17-10. That's your final score. Chiefs didn't reach 20 on that day, and it was enough. It's not going to be enough, very likely, against a Niners team. And don't forget, too, that the Niners, in three straight losses, week 6, 7, and 8, after that incredible start to the season, they scored 17, 17, and 17. So I think MJD is nailing it. It's You may think in your heart of hearts this is going to be some 35-31 game. And you know what? In a perfect scenario, it might be. It might be. But very likely, if we honor what we know from these teams, that they are very balanced, that they have great defenses, Kansas City Chiefs have the second-ranked total defense and the second-ranked scoring defense in the NFL this year, you think it's going to be 35-31? Well, then you're dreaming about a different matchup because very likely this game is going to be won in the 20s. Let's see about that. After the break, we are going to turn to another number 20 in the 20s, 23, Christian McCaffrey, a man who MJD says has a superpower that we don't talk about enough. What is it and how will it announce itself on the Super Bowl stage? That's coming up after the break on NFL Total Access, the podcast. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. You are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. Andrew Levy with Maurice Jones-Drew and MJD. Let's turn briefly to a Chiefs defense that is undoubtedly hyper-focused this week on stopping one man, number 23. Your dues-paying member of the running backs union, Christian McCaffrey, a man whose superpower, in your estimation, isn't talked about enough. MJD, what is it? His ability to catch the ball out of the backfield. Mm. <clears throat> I, it's, it's Early this year, I had a chance to 
rank all the running backs, and I put McCaffrey as number one, and I believe if you want to be a running back, this is what you have to become. Alvin Kamara is right up there with him, the ability to catch the ball out of the backfield. The thing is, Christian McCaffrey can line up at receiver, slot all over the place, and what he does is he puts your defense in a bind because now you have to have a guy like Nick Bolton, who's a run stopper, cover this guy out in space. Right, we talked about indicators before with Patrick Mahomes with running backs and the Chiefs or the Niners running that match zone. Well, they do the same thing with Debo Samuel. They do the same thing with Christian McCaffrey. He'll line up at receiver. Uh, use check will as well. They'll line up out wide to see if you're in man or zone. They'll motion them back in, and then they'll figure out their play from there. And so to me, I think this game is going to come down to can these linebackers cover and tackle Christian McCaffrey in space? I, th- I believe Kyle Shanahan is going to make this a space game and force those guys to tackle. And if they can, you win. If they can't, you won't. And I believe Detroit messed that up in the second half. I would have went to very simple, soft coverage and just rally and tackled and made them just lose, like eat the clock pretty much. And then when I got the ball, ran the ball and just played field position. And, and, and you know, and tried to do I thought Detroit was a little bit too aggressive. And when they became aggressive, the Niners were able to take advantage of it. So Christian McCaffrey puts – I'll put it this way. My son, I tried to – shape his game around Christian McCaffrey more than I did mine mm. because McCaffrey is now what you're looking for as a playmaker, a guy that will never come off the field, a guy that will play 90 snaps, a guy that can take it the distance any which way, shape, or form you want him to. And on top of that, again, you want to talk about a guy, like the reason the Niners are favored in the Super Bowl is because of him. It's not because of anyone else. It's because of what he can do and his ability to do that we've seen Week after week after week of him taking one play and taking it to the house. MJD, what's your son's name? Uh, Deuce. Okay, Deuce, listen up. Your old man is uh, being too humble right now. Because, Deuce, model your game after Christian McCaffrey. Absolutely, that's one hell of a model. That's one hell of a template and paradigm. Go with that one. But you know what? Go with the old man, too. Because CMC, listen up, Deuce, led the NFL in rushing yards before and after contact this season. It's a rare thing. You know who else did that? Your old man did that in 2011. He led all running backs before and after contact on rushing plays. And you know what else he did? From 2006 to 2011, Maurice Jones-Drew, today's special guest, Deuce, your old man, was second in the NFL amongst running backs in receiving yards. You were a very versatile running back, and the versatility that you credit Christian McCaffrey with having is precisely the kind of versatility that you yourself had. So don't sell yourself short. But MJD has just put you guys on blast. Who's you guys? It's Willie Gay. It's Nick Bolton. It's Drew Tranquil. And, yes, it's Leo Chanel. You're a decent run stopper, and you're maybe a two-down linebacker. But all of you guys are going to have to be on point to do your best to contain Christian McCaffrey 49ers rushing by direction this season. I looked this up. Our friends over at uh, Next Gen Stats. To, I can tell you right now. You can they, tell, tell me right now. What, what am I? What am I about? They to They run spit? the ball left more than anything. Well, they run the ball outside better yes. and more often than anyone in the NFL. 1,758 yards outside the tackles. Six point zero yards a carry outside the tackles both numbers tops in the nfl look they're pretty decent inside as well but this is a very very difficult assignment that willie gay nick bolton drew tranquil and leo chanel have pulled but that's that's what that's what you get right to whom much is given much is expected you want to play in the super bowl okay your job stop christian mccaffrey it can't really be done but do your best and if you do your best you may may have a chance of winning this game MJD, while we're talking Chiefs defensive game plans, let's spare a thought for Brock Purdy. Plenty of poise and patience 
in this barely post-pubescent yeah. wunderkind. And yes, Chris Jones and George Karloftis and company will hope to terrorize the young Niners quarterback. They will hope to make him irrelevant once more, at least for these defining 60 minutes. But that gets easier to do if his targets are neutralized. MJD, if I'm Steve Spagnolo, defensive coordinator of the Chiefs, in addition to designing pressure concepts that have befuddled everybody from Lamar Jackson to Tom Brady, he will have to rely on his secondary to play a primary role. If I ask Legereus Sneed to follow and lock down Brandon Ayuk, if I ask Trent McDuffie to follow and lock down Debo Samuel, too obvious, or is that a good game plan? That's a great game plan. This game is going to come down to one-on-one matchups. It always does, right? And so can your front four, if you're blitzing your front five, the guys you're sending to get to the quarterback, get to the quarterback and beat theirs, and can the guys on the back end cover? It's really that simple. I think LeJarius Sneed matching up with Brennan Ayuk is the most obvious, but it's, it's the simplest, right? Put my tall, long corner on your bigger receiver. Now, the thing with um, Trent McDuffie. McDuffie is he's going to have to tackle. Yeah. I mean, he, one, he's comfortable in the slot, and yeah. Debo's going to be moved all over. So it seems right. like a good matchup. It's a, it's a great matchup. The only thing is you have to tackle Debo. Right. That's it. Because Debo's not going to run. All those linebackers we just talked about have to tackle, tackle. Christian. Trent yeah. McDuffie, you're going to have to tackle yeah, this, Debo. This offense is built off of run after catch. Yes. It's yak. Yes. Yak. Yards they after contact. They are the contact. yak masters yeah. of the NFL That's without That's all a doubt. it is. Quick, quick slant routes, quick things, get the ball out quick. They'll take shots down the field. I actually grew up in this offense, so I know everything that they're going to try to do. But it's about can you break a tackle or can you make the tackle? Literally, that's what this game is going to come down to. Uh, sim- not as similar to last year with the Eagles and the Chiefs. That was a little a different one. It was more of the quarterback run aspect and yes, the, 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 all those. But this is going to be a traditional football game where can your DBs cover and tackle and limit yards after catch if you're the Chiefs, and can your front seven stop the running game? After the break, It's time to strip away game plans and odds and even rosters to a degree because one player is looked at as the key to the whole enchilada. As he goes, the team goes, and as he goes, the game goes, and that he is number 15. It's Patrick Mahomes, a man who many say is the GOAT, the best to ever do this whole NFL quarterback routine. Coming up, are the Niners beaten before they ever take the field? That's the question. The answer, after the break, NFL Total Access, the podcast is coming right back. You are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. Andrew Levy with Maurice Jones-Drew, and we are talking about what else? Super Bowl 58 Niners and Chiefs. I have asked MJD almost everyone I know, colleagues, neighbors, family alike, who's going to win on Sunday? And with very few exceptions, the answer always includes some version of, "Ah, it's hard to bet against Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I just feel like the Chiefs are going to find a way to win. MJD, does the fact that the Chiefs know how to win Super Bowls, give them a real, actual advantage? And if so, what is it? Oh, yeah. I, I think being there, what was what it, three of the last four years? Yes, sir. Four of like, the last five four, come four Sunday. Last five, right. So, like, you've this has come routine to you. I think Patrick Mahomes said it best. Like, I have a routine that I do on Super Bowl week. I'm going to do that routine. <laughs> Who has a routine they do in Super Bowl week? A like, couple guys from that, that are on the, the, the Niners roster yeah. from the last time, but that's but that, it. That, they only went once, yes, right? Like, correct. this dude, is, he has a little has routine, a routine that he does yearly. So I don't think Tom Brady may be the only one that may have something like that. Right, but right. needless, the, I think the biggest thing is this. They know, and they being the Chiefs, know that if they keep it close, they always have a chance. Yes. Um, they kept it close last year. They had a chance. They won it. They didn't keep it close against Tampa. They kept it close against the Niners the first time. Had a so chance. They, they, overcame they, a 10-point deficit. There you go. Won it. You, you keep it close, right? And so that's the belief in Patrick Mahomes. Yes. I think the same thing with, with just having the AFC Championship game. 
The Baltimore Ravens, I, I have, I, I am, I was raised around a bunch of Niner fans. I live around a bunch of them. They were so happy that the Chiefs won because they knew if they had to play Baltimore again, it was going to get ugly. Now, as an East Bay kid, you had no love for the Niners. No, no love. Uh, it was Raiders, Raiders through guy. and through. Yeah, Raiders Plus, through you finished your career with yeah, the Raiders. Yeah, I, so. I went home and had a So, had a is there a part of you, in spite of the fact that, yes, as a professional, you are ostensibly neutral and you will be calling the game ostensibly yeah. as a neutral, but if you're choosing, you're choosing a Chiefs win? Well, see, this is the thing. As a Raiders fan, either I'm choosing my – Crosstown rival in the yes, Niners. Yes. Or I'm choosing my division rival yes. in the Chiefs. Like, I, I don't. Where so, do I equal go? opportunity so hatred I hate, here. I, like, exactly. Like, I hate both of them. <laughs> if, it, if it was a way that they both could lose, I would, I would pick that one, right? But I, I think in this situation, as much as I love Kyle Shanahan, who, who I was a coach of mine when I was in college, and a lot of their coaches on that staff I know very well, um, a lot of those players, too, and people in that organization, I think it comes down to 15. Yeah. Is 15 on? If he's on, it's going to be a problem. And this is another thing. The way the Chiefs beat Baltimore, I've never seen Baltimore play. Like, only other team I thought got close like that was the Pittsburgh Steelers. Right. And remember, the, the, the Ravens dropped like eight passes in Correct. the end zone. So it shouldn't even have been that Correct. close. The Chiefs manhandled the Baltimore Ravens, who had manhandled everyone in the AFC. Yeah, they played the, bully ball, and we associate bully ball usually with teams like the Eagles and who? The Niners. Yes. And so, to me, I just think the Chiefs – they're built to handle and sustain these things. Um, but like I said, I'm, I'm excited to see this game. I'm, gonna, I'm taking the Chiefs in this one. Um, and I, th- I think I had said 28 You got a score in your head? 28-24. Yeah, 28-24. One in the 20s. Um, yeah, and I, but I, I believe it's, it's going to come down. It's going to be 21-24. It's 24-21 late. Yeah, late. And Mahomes gets the ball, and the Chiefs have one drive to win it. Exactly. And sure enough, he wins find, it. He find, figures out he a way to do finds it. Finds a way to do it. So all of the people that I have asked, and I know you have asked, and listener, you're out there asking yourselves the same thing. Who wins this game? Is it Niners? Is it Chiefs? I should think that, m- well, more than half of you end up with that same line echoing in your head. God, it's hard to bet against Patrick Mahomes. It's, uh, it's hard to believe that the Chiefs aren't going to find week. a way to win it. I picked against them last week. And you're not going to make that mistake Can't again. Do it again. Let's talk unfamiliar roles. Last year, the Chiefs were doubted, such as the ripple effect of losing a player of Tyreek Hill's quality. But this year, they have gone from doubted to dastardly, from heroes to hated. Listener, you hear this sound? <laughs> Y'all are firing me up. Make me want to play right now, baby. <laughs> Yes, that is a chorus of boos, MJD, directed at Travis Kelsey on Super Bowl opening night. Kelsey booed the villain suddenly in the face of 30,000 fans at NFL opening night. And his response, I loved it, of course, not surprising, bring it, bring it on, bring it all on. MJD does being doubted and maybe even hated unlock something in an NFL player that is potentially even more dangerous than the thing that made him so hateable to begin with. No question. I, I believe uh, you always, there's always a little bit more. There's that 10% that you n- normally don't. You, you play at 90% is that I, they talk about not unlocking your brain. There's like that 10% left or whatever it may be. I'm know. only using 3.5% right. of my brain. So, I try not yeah, to use yeah. it at all. But I was in Vegas this past weekend and um, at a 7-on-7 turn I was showing you. Yeah. And the Niner fans were driving in then. So they are, they're going to be there all week. So and a sea of red is not necessarily a Chiefs red. No. This is more a Niners and red, a red be, and gold yeah, red. Yeah, and they're, there's, I mean, those Niner fans are spending money. They're Plus getting there. Plus all your Raiders fans, all your Raiders nation right there in Vegas, they're going to come out just to boo the Chiefs. They I don't, don't want the know, Niners to I'm, win I'm not, just because just of the hate. I don't Chiefs. even know if the Raider fans are going to be in there. I mean, if you have tickets, these Niner fans are paying. I know Chiefs are, they're, they're driving down. Like, like it's, it's not a flight anymore. It's, it's minimum 8,500 8, to get in the door, just to get in the door. And that's easy. They're on their way in. 
I've talked to multiple people trying to get in this God, thing. Who can afford and that? And to hear those boos, that 30,000, that was probably 90% uh, Niner fans in there. And to hear that, I, I text my buddy. I said, you guys are poking the bear. Okay, so exactly. So they're poking the bear. So all to say, as great as that is for Niners fans, for Niners players and coaches to feel that support from their fans behind them, as they will on Sunday, they are actually maybe doing more harm than good because they're going to unlock that 10% extra in guys like Mahomes oh. and Kelsey and everybody else. Did you see what Patrick looked like when he was up there with Chris Hansen? They were talking and he heard the booze. He Scott like, Hansen. Or Scott Hansen. I love Chris Hansen. Scott Hansen. Why did he yes, go to exactly. that house that Why night? Why did you boo Patrick <laughs> Mahomes? But Scott Hansen's sitting there and they're booing and then Mahomes just has a smirk on his face. Right. And that's that's why he I was like. He loves it, doesn't he? They're going to thrive in that. Oh, You're gonna. God. It's like the. Okay, so I'll give a little insight real quick. You thought hatred go. can knock him down a peg? No, no, no. You're actually elevating him. You can't win with this guy. Well, this is the thing. They used to tell us in the league when you go on road trips or in, in any sport, really, when you go on, you got to be like the Vikings. You know what the Vikings used to do when they used to go to war? They used to burn their own boats because the only way we're going to get back home is taking their boats. And that's what you're creating this thing to be, us versus them. And not, it's, it's, it's getting... It's becoming, you know, again, you're taking the villain. You're the yes, villain. Yes. Right? And so I believe the Chiefs, I'm sure Andy Reid has his own thing he's going to do. But I'm sure there's going to be a Vikings thing where we're going to burn our own boats. We're, 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 we're in hostile territory. Uh, Vikings, historical Vikings, not the Minnesota Vikings. No. Let's be clear about that. He means Vikings as in, you know, proper yeah. Vikings back in the day. Cortez, I think, did the same thing. You know, burn the ships. You're not going back, boys. Yeah. Uh, everything is ahead of you. So go win this fight. Otherwise, you're dead. Exactly. Uh, okay, let's talk one last thing. It's a lot of the doubts that this Chiefs, that have kind of enveloped this Chiefs campaign of 2023, now we're into 2024, have come courtesy of this wide receiver unit. But in the playoffs, this wide receiver unit has gone from big drops to special ops. Rasheed Rice, MVS, Justin Watson, yes, even Richie James and Mecole Hardman and Kadarius Tony for all the drama you created this week. We haven't forgotten about you. You're capable of big moments in big games. If the Chiefs win, is it possible that we see the big play coming from one of those guys? Oh, MVS. If you go back and watch, so I, I went back and watched the game from last year where the Niners played uh, the Chiefs, and the Chiefs won, I think, 44-23. Yes. MVS had a huge day. Yeah. I mean, it was on point. Yes. So I expect that to still happen. I expect those, it's the same defense, similar personnel, similar offense. You The, the Chiefs have an understanding of how to attack this defense. And so to me, I think um, – MVS should have a huge day because he has the ability to take the top. I don't know if there's a guy that can run with him down the field. And so um, they're going to have chances to do that. They're going to have opportunities to do it. I love that it's in a dome, right, because, you know, as the weather's not going to have an issue with it. Um, but, yeah, I, I think I think these guys, you know, if Kadarius Tony's there, maybe in the return game he has an ability to do like he did last year. Um, and, if he, you know, if he's healthy and ready to go and all those things. But – they have weapons. They just had to, they had to be consistent catching the football. MVS with that huge catch to end the AFC Championship game, I knew he was going to drop when that ball was in the air. I knew it. I was like, oh, here comes Baltimore. Tie game. We're going to OT. And he made the play. Yeah, he did. And that's confidence. That was big for him. That was huge. Big for that unit. Big for Patrick Mahomes to trust that as a target, to trust that as an option. And finally, I cannot let Maurice Jones-Drew or anybody else go from a show this week without asking you, when I say Taylor Swift, you think what? I think amazing. You do. I think I think what she's I love done you for, for the game. Answer. I think what she's done for the game. I think what she's done for Travis Kelsey. I think what she's done for the Chiefs. I think what she's done for herself has been awesome. Um, you know, I, love is in the air, right? There's nothing wrong with love being out there. I, I, I thought it was. You know, a lot of people. All oh, this is fake. It's just 
I, that has nothing to do with the pri what's going on in the field to me. Um, I do. My daughter is a big Swifty, and she talks about the Chiefs, which I think is awesome. Uh, I think again, I'm all about growing the game and reaching. Uh, my daughter's 13, so to re have a 13 year old girl watching football is awesome. And then also for her, you know, again, uh, to find love, and you know, I've I've heard some of her albums, some of those errors that she's been in. I hope this one is one of the the attorney era with Travis Kelsey. And it works out for him, but. Uh, I think it's awesome. I love it. I, I've never been one to hate on, you know, something that works, if that makes sense. Like yeah. the NFL, her, Travis Without Kelsey. Without a doubt. It, it works, right? And it just makes sense. So If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Keep doing your thing. You can catch MJD, Maurice Jones-Drew, on NFL Network, NFL Plus, and you can catch him this Sunday calling Super Bowl 58 on ITV. So, you know, from Damascus to Dusseldorf, from uh, yeah. Dubai to Dakar, to uh, MJD will wherever. be in your ear. That's right. MJD, thank you so much for joining us today. No problem. Thank you for having me. I want to thank today's special guest, Maurice Jones-Drew, and I want to invite the listener to join us again tonight for a special pre-Super Bowl interview show. We've got Miles Garrett and Denzel Ward, Rob Gronkowski, what did he ever do? Steelers defensive tackle and six-time Walter Payton Man of the Year nominee, Cam Hayward, Tony Pollard from the Cowboys, and the kid, the offensive rookie of the year, for my money anyway, C.J. Stroud. That's later tonight. Till then, ciao for now. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count.